ABM is one of those channels where you can create more engagement at an account. And when you do that, the results are ideally doubling your win rates, but you're going to have very positive outcomes from that. You're listening to the Flip My Funnel podcast, a daily podcast dedicated to helping B2B marketing, sales, and customer success professionals become masters of their craft. It's Tuesday, which means this is our hashtag one big idea episode. In these episodes, you'll hear some of the best big ideas from incredible practitioners, thought leaders, and entrepreneurs within our community. Here we go. Welcome to the Flip My Phone podcast. Uh, Sangram here, and I'm super pumped today. Uh, Daniel and I, uh, Daniel, Daniel Oxenberg, he and I chatted almost three months ago, and I was truly mesmerized by some of the success that he's been seeing doing account-based marketing. And, and one of the things that we are going to talk about is how to double your win rate with ABM. I'm pretty sure a lot of people's ears are like perked up right now, and you might want to take notes on this one, but there are like three really amazing takeaways that we're going to talk about and, and really how he has been able to do that at Jitterbit, but also as he has started his own consulting companies, calling it the Ox Consulting, he is really helping companies do that. So Daniel, welcome to the show. Thanks so much for having me. Pleasure to be here. Awesome, man. We'd love for you to share something about Ox Consulting, what your vision is and what, what do you do for your customers before we get into how you double it. And then also, as you introduce yourself and your company a little bit more, share, uh, if you could, share a fun fact about you. Yeah, sure. So I'll tell you that it's actually my sister Natasha and I uh, co-founded Ox Consulting at the beginning of the year. We both have backgrounds in SaaS, many years behind us. Me, more on the sort of pre-sales, demand gen uh, side of things, and Natasha more on the engagement, the advocacy, and the expansion side of things. So we had this great opportunity, we realized at the beginning of the year, to come together and kind of have this shared skill set across the funnel. And so Ox Consulting, our real focus is on helping companies to accelerate their go-to-market strategies, their acquisition strategies, but also ultimately bring this balance between foundation and growth to companies. That's one thing we've seen in our careers is that companies will either over overemphasize building foundation and end up kind of spinning their wheels, not getting anywhere, or overemphasizing growth and constantly reacting and putting out fires. So we like to come in with calm, purposeful execution, help them balance those two. And so, so far, we've had a lot of fun and a lot of success this year in, in doing that. So I think for both of us, it's been, uh, it's been a, a great decision for 2018. You know, in terms of an interesting fact about me, I guess I will keep it in the family then. Uh, <laughs> and that is that my mother actually, or our mother, I should say, is a uh, native Dane from Denmark. So Danish was actually my first language. And so I am fluent in Danish, although I sometimes struggle with the, the technical lingo uh, in Danish. I'm still trying to pick that up as wow. we go along. So were you born over there or were you born here and at home you guys spoke the, your first language? Yeah. So Danish was my first language. I'm actually a Brit as well. It doesn't sound like it, but I was born in London. My dad is English, but we, we all moved over here very early on, hence the quite American accent. <laughs> That's awesome, man. I always love to hear where people are from and, and what, you know, what, what shapes their life story. So it's, it's pretty cool. So, all right. So, so let's get into this. How to double win rate with ABM. Quite honestly, I, I think we just had our Flip My Funnel conference and man, I kid you not, before we started record, 
a lot of people are like, hey, look, I get it. People say, we know and we understand ABM is cool. It makes sense. That's the way B2B needs to be. As a matter of fact, I had a slide that says ABM is B2B. So like, they just, just get over this buzzword phenomenon and, and really get into the part of like, well, does it really drive business? And I have heard over and over again, people get it conceptually, but at some point they're all wondering and having challenges showing ROI internally to show how to, to show correlation between what they're doing with related to ABM strategies and then what the business impact and the business metrics look like. And it seems like you have cracked that nut. You have been able to do that a little bit. You obviously are helping other companies do that. So I would love to hear your thoughts on one, how is that possible? And then really dive into the three different ways that you have been able to change people's mindset internally to do ABM and measure success with ABM. Yeah, you bet. Yeah, so maybe if I start with just a little bit of context as well, you know, I think I think the key for Jitterbit has been that, you know, it is an iPaaS platform, a cloud integration platform connecting disparate systems together. So you can imagine with the explosion of endpoints in the last five to 10 years, everybody needs integration. So from a demand generation perspective, we at Jitterbit were always historically driving a lot of pipeline through inbound and through partner channels. And so when we took a step back at the beginning of the year, we said, let's figure out what, what do we want to do this year? And I think like many businesses, the answer is, well, we want to grow. We want to grow faster. And so for us, it was really about focusing in on how do we win more of these deals that we have in the pipeline? And so looking at the characteristics of the deals that we won, again, I think probably true for a lot of companies, the more engagement that we can get across the account, the more deals that we win. And so that's how we came around to thinking more seriously about ABM. And I think the key for us with getting started with ABM and proving success was the fact that there are so many different areas that ABM can have an impact, whether you're talking about demand generation, pipeline acceleration, or customer marketing and expansion. But for us, you know, I think the key there was let's not boil the ocean. Let's laser focus in on one of these areas. And so for us, Pipeline acceleration was that area. And so I think one of the keys right up front then is having that focus and not trying to do too much all at once. Yeah, I I hear that all the time. And that's a great point for everybody who's listening, maybe new to ABM and and they're trying to check the box and and do something. The old way of doing is just not going to cut it. And you have to almost take a step back and say, well, what's the most impactful thing I can do to test and see if it works or not? And I'm so glad you shared this point because. The immediate hunch on most people is that, okay, let me just run some demand gen campaigns and see how it works, maybe for a webinar or a white paper or an event. And and to me, that's almost the wrong thing to start off with when it comes to ABM. Would you agree? Yeah, I think I would, because what really I think has worked for us is because we started with pipeline acceleration, we were also starting with an audience that we really knew. These are people and companies that were already in our pipeline. We also knew all the reasons why we would win these deals more often, right? So I think one of the big differentiators that Jitterbit has is that customers just absolutely love Jitterbit. And it's not just one user, it's multiple users at Jitterbit. But so the challenge, I think, for us was how do you translate that love you feel for Jitterbit once you're a customer and share that more upfront, but also fan out and go more broad within the account before you can actually win the deal. So yeah, I think leveraging that knowledge enabled us to get a lot more specific with our messaging and our targeting and our timing around ABM, which I think is you know one of the big reasons for being able to show such early success with the uh, program. Yeah, I love that, man. 
I think, would you also like share a little bit about, you know, when we started to record this before recording, you mentioned about this mindset change around going from click-based thinking around, hey, how's this working? Is there a correlation between winning deals? Because you guys literally double the win rate, which is not an insignificant thing to just talk about, which is which is awesome. What was the change from click-based to, to engagement and how did you go about doing that? Yeah. So this was probably the biggest learning from the last six months. You know, it started with these great results. When we look back at the opportunities in which accounts had been an ABM versus those that had not, we saw double the win rate. And so obviously when you turn around and you say, hey, we're seeing double the win rate on all these ABM strategies, I think one of the natural reactions, especially from the executive team was, well, that's awesome and also a little hard to believe. How, how can you prove this sort of direct correlation between the work you've done with ABM and these awesome sounding results? Right. And, right, and so I think then talking about the mindset shift, this is where I said, well, you know, it's, that's, that's an interesting question. I, and I went out and had some conversations with, with some colleagues and other friends who've been running ABM for a little longer than, than we had at Jitterbit. And they said, you know, you're actually running up against one of the big challenges in ABM, which is that you've got to educate and shift the mindset of people internally away from this idea that it's all about clicks and leads and have them more focused around what is the engagement at the account. And so I think the, the really interesting learning here was I took that and turned back around and took a look at what type of engagement we were getting from these accounts. So taking the same cohort and doing an analysis on our wins and losses, the thing that really stuck out was we had four or five times as many individuals at an account engaging with our content 30 days before we'd win a deal in our wins versus those in our losses. And then when you ran that exact same math against the accounts that were in ABM versus not, the numbers were eerily similar. Wow. So that was the way we were then able to kind of educate internally. ABM is one of those channels where you can create more engagement at an account. And when you do that, the results are ideally doubling your win rates, but you're going to have very positive outcomes from that. That is fantastic, man. I feel like so many people miss out on this A-B test, and especially because you started with pipeline velocity, it makes a lot more sense for you to be to be able to look at that. W- were they surprised? Were they confused? Like, what, what was the reaction to this? Did they believe right after that? Well, you know, it's interesting. I think once you share those numbers, a lot of this is a little bit of a, I mean, it's an aha moment, but it also sort of logically makes sense, right? The more people that we can get in front of, the more people that are engaging with us, the more likely it is that we're going to have success with that account. And so I think the key was really just having the data to show A leads to B, and then the conversation becomes a lot easier. Because otherwise, I think you're going to still be stuck in, well, you converted one form fill from this campaign. I don't understand how that leads to higher win rates. That's not the conversation you want to be having. You want to be having the conversation around At the account level, look at the level of engagement we're getting with this content from all these individuals in the account, and they're right in our target audience. That's right, man. Now, there was a third. So we talked about changing the focus from going, instead of demand generation as your pilot project, go to pipeline velocity. Then we talked about moving everybody thinking about, instead of thinking about clicks to engagement. The third area that you shared was like, hey, look, you might have and this is true for a lot of companies, they may have a good inbound or partner demand gen machine going on. And a lot of times I hear customers or future customers and the people in the community talk about, hey, look, you know, I can't stop my existing machine. Like, you know, that's what feeds the company. That's what the CEO, the CFO, the board looks at it. I can't stop that and just go 
completely ABM. And, and response from my perspective is always like, you don't have to. You know, ABM is all about focus. Let that happen. Uh, but then let just pick up a list of accounts that you can go after very specifically with a clear messaging and see if it works. And I think that is something that you guys really try to get into winning deals faster. Could you share a little bit more insight into that? Yeah, definitely. And, and that was, I think, one of the things when we looked at ABM, which was we don't want to rip out what's working to go with this shiny new object that people are calling ABM. We want to augment what we've got. And there's a lot of power in ABM to do that. And so I think starting, again, focused on building on what you already have and proving out success is then the path where you can then grow from. So, you know, in our in our journey so far, we obviously started with pipeline acceleration and we've seen some awesome results. We're now taking a lot of those learnings and starting to get even smarter about what we're doing on the pipeline acceleration side. But there's also been learnings from that activity that are now having us think a little bit differently about the demand gen side and how we might potentially focus on some different audiences or some different targets there. And so now we're starting to slowly sort of roll out some ABM in the demand gen side of things as well. So I think ultimately you kind of want to have a crawl, walk, run approach, but start with what you know and, and then prove out success and go from there. I love that, man. This is awesome. All right. So we typically try to keep it super short and, and I want to just try to wrap it up. As I wrap this up, Daniel, I would love for you to think about a challenge that you want to leave everybody with as they're thinking on this, getting on this brave and bold journey of trying to transform the organization, the metrics and how they measure things. In many ways, it is a complete shift in mindset. So please think about a challenge that you can leave everybody with who's listening to it as I, as I wrap it up. So here are, here are the things I learned from this podcast. Number one, it is absolutely possible to connect ABM to win rate. And to me, that is how what business cares about. So ABM is not just a cool new thing to do. It's not check the box. It's not just trying to create another campaign that has a sniffy little word ABM on top of it, but it's actually all important for a business. And you can have truly executive level conversations when you act and work on, on ABM. So that's, that's like the biggest, you know, kind of highlight for me. The three things that everybody could take away is that instead of starting from demand generation, think about starting with pipeline velocity or customer marketing. I love Daniel when you said that, hey, look, in those cases in pipeline velocity or customer marketing, you know the reasons why somebody will buy from you much more than you would know in demand generation. So you know, you know the universe, you know what what they where they are in the process, you know their deal size, you probably also know how long it's going to take them to close. So there's so much that you know about them. Why wouldn't you start there? And and the reality is everybody from CEO, CFO to board are all thinking about what happens to the the, the, the accounts that are in pipeline. So I think that was a great win just to just to get people started. The second one was going from a click-based measurement approach to engagement. Uh, we have a saying here, we talk about engagement is the new measurement. And the reason we think about that is that engagement is, is really people spending time with you. So if they're spending more time on your website, on your content, on your product pages, on your pricing page, that needs to be an indicator that you need to pay close attention to. So if you're measuring clicks, we want everybody to encourage on today's is like, go back and look at your analytics and measure engagement and see the correlation between time and engagement to deals one. And the one that, that really is close to my heart, and I know to a lot of people listening, is ABM is not about close the inbound gates and say, we're not doing the business anymore like this. It, 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 your business might very well need an ongoing inbound partner marketing campaigns uh, that, that just requires your sales team, especially if you have a lower deal size products. 
But then there has to be things for your business if you're in B2B where you know that here are the top 50 or top 100 accounts that are in pipeline or all that where you want to get your foot in the door. In those areas, in those cases, ABM might just be the way to get everybody aligned, especially sales and marketing. And, and we call that as one team. So those are my takeaways. Daniel, do you, do you have anything to leave everybody with as a challenge? Yeah, sure. So I guess I would challenge everyone listening to the podcast to think about, you know, in the next six months, what is one thing that could have a major impact on the business? And it could be demand gen. It could be in the pipeline acceleration bucket. It could be in customer marketing or expansion. But what's the one thing that could have a major impact on the business? And what's the one metric that matters to measure that? And then work back from your customer and figure out what is an ABM campaign or a tactic that you can start with. And just start there. Start hyper-focused on solving that challenge. Boom. I love that. Thanks so much, man. Really appreciate you getting on the call and, and sharing so much wisdom. And I love the idea that, man, if you can double your win rate, you're going to be most one, like, you know, really, really someone sitting in almost all executive meetings. So if you're in marketing thinking that you're not getting, getting the attention you need, this might be one way to get that. So Daniel, thanks for your time and thanks for sharing your insights. Yeah, you bet. Thanks for having me. You've been listening to the Flip My Funnel podcast. To make sure that you never miss an episode, subscribe to the show in your favorite podcast player. If you have an iPhone, we'd love for you to open the Apple Podcasts app and leave a review. Thank you so much for listening. Until next time.